No, I'm just kidding. Hey, everybody. Eric from Promethe Eric. Finally recording my next episode. I know I'm a little late. Sorry, everybody. Uh, I can explain myself, though. Uh, first off, how's everybody doing? I hope everyone's doing good. Shout out, believe it or not. I guess I'm international, because according to the website, I have some downloads in Germany still. And the UK. Shout out to you guys. I hope you're still listening. Uh, feel free, just, I guess, top plugs real quick. Prometheeric at Instagram and on Facebook. And Prometheeric.buzzsprout.com. Get a hold of me, guys. Give me some movie recommendations, something to watch. Uh, if your family, don't tease me by going on those websites. Hit me up on our personal, uh, personal social media profiles. Or even just my number if you have it. But uh, yeah, strangers, let me know. And uh, rate and review the show. But no pressure. Okay, but I did have such a delay in recording because I am only going to be record- uh, talking about stuff I watched. Nothing I read because I still haven't finished the book I read, which is Portrait of a Artist as a Young Man by James Joyce. It is incredibly bo- fucking boring. Uh, not just because it's an older book. I love older books. I love uh, the use of language and how it takes a lot of extra words to say something. Uh, it's creative to me, and it's always interesting, and it's always fun to be like, well, why is this such a masterpiece? Why is it still talked about hundreds of years later? Yada, yada, yada. And uh, mostly they're worth it. Not this fucking book, because it feels like one long church sermon. And I have been stuck on the same... It took me like a whole week to read ten pages. It's insane. I'm disappointed in myself and this book. But I'm going to try and blast through it and probably talk about it on a future episode. Because it's like, holy crap, I really got to just get... I got to get onto this one. I got to get over it. But yeah, so... I wanted to try and have something at least read to go with the video. To go with this uh, issue, sorry. Sorry, episode... But nothing to, I did watch a whole bunch of crap, like a lot of stuff actually. And uh, I'll probably have to record like three episodes in one day, do it all techie and release it little by little, which just sounds super fancy. Uh, by the way, I probably, I, not probably, I will commit an entire episode just to Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's a badass movie. I've already seen it twice in theaters. Everyone, if you feel safe enough, go watch it. It's totally worth it. It's fucking awesome. And I can't wait for Eternals next. Also, Star Wars Visions just dropped. I'm going to watch that after I'm done recording. Uh, totally forgot about that. That totally snuck up on me. And did anybody watch the newest episode of What If already? I am recording this on Wednesday morning. So I have already... I, and remember, I've been up all night, so I watched it like at 2 a.m. And it was a lot better than I thought. Love the ending. And that was a sneaky little sneak of What If in this episode. Did not even plan that. Sorry, everybody. Or not sorry. Watch What If. And I guess that was a spoiler-free one, so you guys got lucky. Because you know me, I don't give a fuck. Anyways, got three movies to talk about today, aside from what I already mentioned. The first one is A Quiet Place 2, and I know it's been out for a while, but I finally saw it, and it was awesome. I love it. Well, okay, I won't say love it, but it was good. It was a good sequel. It was a good continuation of the story. I already say off the bat that I feel like there's going to be a third one. Like, there's got to be, because I kind of... Okay, so anyways, before I get too far into it, it's like very next day after Jim Halpert died. Uh, yes, I'm using that name. You all know it's John Krasinski and his wife, Emily Blunt. Uh, just fucking Jim Halpert Mary Poppins. That's all I think about when I watch that movie. And I still imagine how fun it must be to work with your partner. And it's like, huh, 
are you guys that amazing in real life too? I don't know. I like to think so. Anyways, very next day after Jim died, and it's just continuation from there, they go, they meet a neighbor, Cillian Murphy, who, if nobody's watched Peaky Blinders, fucking watch Peaky Blinders, because he's amazing. And that is Thomas Shelby. It's a great show. Imagine Sons of Anarchy, but in like 19, after World War One, England, London specifically, well not London, Heathrow, and uh, they're Romani people, and it's a, a whole, it's him and his family, and it's, like I said, Sons of Anarchy, but post-World War One, England, and it's fucking awesome. He's awesome in it. Super sidetracked anyways. Also, a whole other random tangent, but Emily Blunt related, I happened to randomly watch Looper in the brief break between episodes and I realized that Emily Blunt was in Looper and she was awesome in that one too and reminded me a lot of this one one tough mama that's for damn sure and so yeah so she takes the family to the neighbor's house they're just trying to survive he's all like you guys could stay for a while but then you gotta go because of course the boy fell into a bear trap but anyways you don't need the full summary unless you do then you know of course they discovered radio signal there's island to save people the daughter with the hearing aid was like, we can get this to them. They can broadcast the sound and it'll stop everybody. And that's how they end it. But they do end it with the family separated. And I'm just like, WTF, that's kind of upsetting. I always hate when they separate in fucking zombie shows. Just think Z Nation. Even Doc says he hates when they separate. And God damn it, he's right. So yeah. I enjoyed this movie. Because like I said, it's still a great sequel. It still uses sound the way the first one did. You still gotta be quiet. Definitely when you watch this, whenever I watch this, when I watch this movie, sorry, I don't even look at the characters anymore. I just look at the background because that's like a whole other movie. It's like watching two movies. You can watch what the people are doing or you can watch what's happening around them. And it's just awesome because you always see the freaky deaky aliens and their long limbs moving in the background or even just the creepy human people, which were just so brief. It would have been better if maybe they had more interaction. But then again, it would not have been better for our characters because that would have sucked for them. Who knows where they went? But I'm glad that he remembered the one line of sign language that she taught him because it saved their lives. And diving in water saved lives. Just dive in water. Whenever you have a trouble, just dive in water. But yeah, I also loved just the development of the kids. Just the kids themselves. And of course, Celia Murphy he had his redemption arc. He was like, oh, I hate people. And then he meets a bunch of people who are good. He's like, okay, I like people again. I like this kid. This kid's a good kid. I'm going to help her out. And, but the kids, really, it's the fucking... The kids, oh my god. That baby held it down. Just sitting there, lying there, and sucking up oxygen. Kudos to the baby. He's number one. I'm just kidding. You guys know I'm talking about the other two. The older boy, and then the girl. And... Damn, though. They they made a, a big point of it at the end of the movie. It's like, you're like your father. you would probably be proud. And it's just like, those are some badass, crazy kids. I loved how they were both doing the same thing almost at the same time. Which was just stepping up and fucking killing monsters that's pretty badass brother sister team and uh like i said i really can't wait to see if there's gonna be a third one because it's as open-ended as the first one or maybe not because at least i mean the first one was like she's cocking the shotgun ready for action this one was just whoa shit we survived nice but they're still separated so i'm just like damn it i want them to be together so yeah so now we got to play the wait and see game i guess who knows what's going on don't forget maybe they'll be the new fantastic four family i'm just kidding that's on everybody's wish list or at least it should be 
It better be. You got to put it out like the secret. Make it happen. All right, I'm just kidding. But yeah, that's enough for that one. The next movie is something that was like, I'm pretty sure it's lesser known, but it was fucking, it was a great movie for entirely different purposes. And that's The Green Knight. Green Knight was a great movie. And it's so funny because I knew about The Green Knight long before it came out because I got the D&D board top, I mean, tabletop version of it from my cousin. And we never played it, but I still read through some of the, the, uh, the Dungeon Master's uh, book. I'm sorry. I don't know enough D&D to give you the proper terminology. But uh, but yeah, so like I read some of the stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. So then just to see that in the movie, I'm just like, oh, okay. It makes more sense now why there's a headless this or why there's a that or why this happened. But yeah, that movie was awesome. I'm just going to say, it, I mean, it's, it is like a King Arthur's Court kind of super spinoff, well-known tale. He's like the nephew of the king who I'm assuming to be Arthur. He's Sir Gawain. And he's just that young little nephew who's like whoring around and fucking up. And he's just like, like, tell me a story of your greatness, nephew. And he's like, my king, I don't have any. I haven't done shit. Which I guess all, you know, some 20-somethings like myself can identify with. Or I don't know. But uh, what I like is just he's young and reckless. And so he felt he had something to prove. And so when the Green Knight came, who his mom set it all up, Okay, I got to give this more concise summary. His mom set it up so the Green Knight would came and they presented a Christmas game. And then whoever, so the Green Knight would take whatever wound from whatever warrior, like a scratch on the cheek or a cut from like a sword. And then in one year's time, he'll come back and he will return the same blow to the person who, scut- who scratched or cut him. And then if it's a blow they can survive, then that person will get all his riches and be uh, famous and stuff. And of course, the youngest of them and the most rashest was like, oh, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. But then he gets super hyped and then he goes a little too far and he cuts off fucking Green Knight's head. Because I guess in his head, he was like, well, maybe if I kill him, then he won't be able to kill me back. So that way I'll have to take no damage at all. And then, of course, Green Knight is just some immortal elemental fucking beating and just picks up his head and laughs at the kid. He's like, all right, I'll see you in a year, buddy. So then sure enough, it's a whole fucking year. I'm pretty sure it's a dreadful year. And then the rest of the movie takes place like the last few days and everyone's prepping him. And he's like, go on your journey. His mom made him a protective charm. And of course, it's just a random ass journey, spiritual journey. Fucking has ghosts, has thieves, talking foxes who are like spiritual guides. A very interesting lord and lady of the house who are both all over our young protagonist nuts. But but yeah. Oh yeah. And Alicia Vikander is a double role as the young knight's like lover in town who i'm assuming is like works in the brothel but she's like his number one gal and then she plays double role as like the lady of some hunter's manor who randomly it's like is she the same fucking person i don't know i think they did that on purpose which was a very interesting take i mean she is a different person but she still tested him he's not very chivalrous if you catch my meaning but uh yeah so the whole movie just goes through of him. I got to do my quest. I got to do my quest. And it's like that thing he got in his head. I don't know. The message of it was he, he's got to do something. He made his bed. Now he's got to lie on it. Like he's got to carry this out or could he just run away? And the whole time you think, is he going to do it? Or is he going to freak out and panic? And then at the climax, when he does reach the green Knight again, 
and it's a Christmas day a year later and the Green Knight's like remember you cut my fucking head off I'm gonna cut your head off now and he's like okay and then he just kept telling him wait and then he does run away but I loved it because it was so spoilers again remember this is not spoiler free territory here it's just the fact that they did the whole flash flash forward of his life if he ran away and didn't succumb to the Green Knight and then came back and he does become king he does get the lady the sex worker lady pregnant takes the son from her and freaking gives her money and then he just kingdom he rules his kingdom into ruin and it's just basically everything he gets that he wants but it's like tainted so some fucking monkey paw shit going down and it's just like a curse because he didn't carry out what he was supposed to do so it's like oh no he was dishonorable i suppose so he gets punished for it and then it, it the way it ends is very split because he does decide to take off the protective charm his mom made him and then the Green Knight was like, all right, like, good job, you're, you're manning up here, and now off with your head. And then literally cuts the fucking credits. So I'm 90% sure Homeboy dies. But Homeboy was Dave Patel, Dev Patel, sorry. And he was the shit. He was fucking awesome. And, but yeah, it was just, I don't know. And then since it's called the Green Knight, my favorite color is green. And there was a lot of green in there. Just the colors in there. Greens, reds, oranges, yellows. The headless ghost was the same antagonist from Falcon and Winter Soldier, and and also fucking Solo Star Wars story. I love her whenever I see her. She's awesome. And so, yeah, I think that about. I'm kind of blitzing through this because I'm just I'm so excited and pumped up to be recording again. Maybe I'll maybe I'll be able to condense a whole other movie into here. We'll see about that. But yeah, and I felt like this, the most messed up part of the movie was just about the flash forward of how he gets his life. He gets the king, he gets married to some other princess from the kingdom, but then everything just goes to shit. So yeah. And uh, another random movie I'll talk about is the Witcher movie, the animated Witcher movie on Netflix. And it was... It was pretty good. It was, uh, like, I totally only know The Witcher from The Witcher Netflix show. And then after that came out, I'll totally admit, I was a, I jumped on the bandwagon. I got Witcher 3, not even one or two, just three. Played the crap out of that. And it is as amazing as they all say. I have not gotten any Witcher books yet. I'm trying not to be that kind of uh, bandwagon or jumper. But uh, maybe it'll come up because uh, it's pretty fucking interesting. It's right up my alley, too. So yeah, so when I was watching the Netflix animated film, I did not realize the timeline that it's set in. Even though once I finally figured it out, I was like, okay, yeah, this is kind of obvious if I just remembered reading all the books you read in Witcher 3, because it's like Skyrim, where you can randomly fucking read books, and sometimes it's fun, and sometimes it's not. You just want to go kill monsters. And, uh, but no, but then I realized, oh, this is the person who trained Geralt. It's like the generation right before Geralt grew, came to be. Shit like that. And they even give him a little cameo, like a young Geralt in the movie. But it was pretty heavy duty. It was about humans hating witchers and like, quote unquote. Well, in The Witcher 3, it was quote called like the last, the last war between witchers and humans. And then this one was just messed up. How the human witch just brought a bunch of monsters to the doorstep of Karen Morian. And they lost a lot of fucking witchers. They lost a shit ton of witchers. So yeah, so that was super heavy duty. I did not realize 
like I was like okay seeing this all laid out together it's pretty cool just to give us a little more taste of witcherness I could see why it was animated it wouldn't have made a whole it wouldn't have made a good like series like the like the live action witcher did it was pretty just one and done so an animated movie was perfect and if it's the same people who do the Castlevania or Blood of Zeus or the fucking kick-ass animes as I call them on Netflix they're killing it the action was still pretty awesome because like I've expected I've come to expect nothing less from Netflix animation I I really enjoy the shit they're killing it man or woman sorry but they're killing it guys oh my god they're killing it people there you go and uh but yeah so I could talk about another movie actually this might uh throw off my whole timetable but that's okay too because uh again there's a whole other movie i got going i saw candy man i also happened to see candy man the uh reboot of the horror character i suppose the jordan peele film i saw it mostly because jordan peele i really don't watch scary movies because i'm scared of them scary movies and uh this one i'm proud to say was not very scary thank god because i was able to watch it all the way through and this one like quiet place too since Candyman is about mirrors. Well, not about mirrors, but mirrors activate them. A lot of the killings is done in reflections. So it's just cool camera tricks because some people see it, some people don't until you look in reflections of stuff. So it was, you don't look at what's happening, you look at around what's happening. I don't know. It was cool camera work. Not very scary. If anything, the police portrayed in the film is scariest. At some point, I like how after a certain character says, I saw the face of fear that day, after that, you don't see cops' faces anymore. They become faceless entities throughout the rest of the movie and the climactic end where, of course, it comes out that Candyman is just a scapegoat used as somebody who sacrificed to the police. That's how I, I understood it throughout the generations, and that's why the main character was quote-unquote chosen by the spirit of Candyman, that he's going to be the next sacrificial lamb. That's why as a baby he was tossed on fire, but he was saved, which I totally saw that plot twist coming not to get all snooty but i was once they're telling the story i was like okay he's the baby he's got to be the baby from the flames it's either him or the laundromat guy but then once he started getting more obsessed with it once he got stung by the bee i was like once he got stung by the bee i also knew okay that hand's coming off like he's gonna become he's gonna get a hook on that hand i figured that out before i figured out the baby thing but it was just cool i don't think there'll be a sequel they left it like open-ended like a candy man's always there type deal I never saw any of the original ones. I think there's like two or three movies, older ones. But uh, I just just knew the gist of Candyman, like everybody else does. You say his name. You say his name. I always I always thought it was three times, but I guess I'm also confusing that with Bloody Mary because it's like okay, I've also heard of Bloody Mary, and then, but no, it was pretty good. And like I said, not super scary. It was just pretty cool art. I do love the main actor. What was his name? He was also in Watchmen. He played Dr. Manhattan. And I freaking loved him in that. He did great in that one. Yeah, yeah, Abdul Mateen II. I hope I said his name right. If not, I super duper apologize. Uh, but yeah, I love... I like him a lot. He's pretty freaking awesome. I would like to see him and Jonathan Majors do something together. Since I consider them... They're both pretty freaking awesome. And I love Jonathan Majors. Even before his Loki stuff and his possible Mar Marvel future. Not even possible. It's confirmed Marvel future. But if you guys have ever seen Lovecraft Country, that show's fucking awesome. HBO Max. 
I highly recommend that one too. And it's a book. And I'm also technically reading the book. So maybe that'll get mentioned eventually. But uh, no, Candyman is pretty good. It's the first scary movie I saw in a while. And I actually kind of liked it. Thank God it wasn't that bad. But uh, yeah, so I, I think I'm going to call it a night right now. That's episode three. Made you guys have a long wait for such a short episode. But uh, hey, I think I, I'm just trying to keep more on a concise schedule. I'll make the schedule, the distance between each episode shorter instead, guys. I promise. And I really got to freaking crack down on that stupid book because it's backing me up on all my other reading. But it's pretty awesome. Also, randomly, I started watching Titans on HBO Max, the third season. And I kind of love it already, even though it's what I expected. Can't wait to see where it's going, though. I, I let it build up. So it's like eight episodes, and I saw it's going to go to 13 episodes. So I'm glad there's still some stuff left. But I have only literally seen the first two episodes. So no spoilers, guys. I'm just kidding. You can spoil it for me. All right, everybody. Uh, you guys have a good one. Uh, once again, reach out to me. Give me some recommendations. My cousin told me to check out some older movie called Lemon Popsicle. I'm going to see what the hell that's about. He said it's from the 60s or 70s, and it's about being a high schooler which makes sense because he's a high schooler. But I'm like, all right, kid, I'll give it a shot. And um, so, yeah, so don't forget Prometheeric on Facebook and Instagram. Honestly, somebody somebody I don't know in real life, or in person, I should say, because this is still real life. Dun, 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 dun. I'm just kidding. Uh, somebody I don't know, trying to reach out to me on one of those platforms, make sure I know everything's working. And uh, website, prometheeric.buzzsprout.com. Uh, yeah, give it a listen. Hope you guys enjoyed. Have a good day. Stay safe out there and talk to you soon.